What the f is going on? I like to party. Jesus, honey, wax much? This is Unwaxed. Get in, Lizzie. We're going shopping. With Sophia and Sistine Stallone. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> I didn't bring my journal. You did that on purpose. You did no, that on purpose. No, I swear to God, you know, I was doing book reviews and I forgot about it. We were rushing out. Start the episode. recording. I'm about to go off. I didn't mean to. Well, 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 well. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the. I don't care. I didn't mean to. I'm mad at you, Sophia. You, you lost a bet. And you were supposed to bring your journal that in. That doesn't mean I'm not going to bring the journal in. I just forgot because I was doing book reviews. You Check know it out my favorite book club. You know what you are? You're a tease. Not to me. You call to us teases for every scenario. You're That's not, a I'm tease. not teasing. You just kissed this guy on the cheek and said, have a good night. And you're leaving all of us, all of us wanting more. I'm, I'll do it next episode. I That's promise. what they all say. I'll call I you back. I brought the book last time. I was doing I'll make us just, a res. None of it comes maybe through. Maybe subconsciously, I just did not want to bring it because I was scared. If anyone doesn't remember from last episode, I lost a bet. I was supposed to read my private journal entry. And let me just say, I have never read it to anyone. Like, Sistine knows. I know she's tempted to read it so many times. But the I've fact never, that I've never gone in your room and I just know. been nosy for 10 minutes we, is crazy. Can we be totally honest right now between the two of us? What have you? No, no, no. Have you gone through my drawers? No, no. Oh. Do you remember we went through Scarlet's? That was not cool. We went that was not cool. <laughs> we, I will admit, that was not right. We shouldn't have done that. Like, you, but her you entries were, were funny. So funny. So funny. She was also in fourth grade. I think she, yeah, she was in fourth grade. I think she was mm. mad at me one day and she was like, I'm mad at Sophia. She's being, I, like, she spelled like, brat wrong or something it was like it was the best and then I think she talked about oh I don't even know if I should expose her on this but she had a lot of crushes that girl is boy crazy in elementary school yeah that wasn't me that you wasn't weren't me. no she wasn't no you no. weren't so no I didn't mean to forget it I'll bring it next time even though I reluctantly I'm only doing one entry I'm not doing three can I pick what you have to read it depends because I the, actually, you know what? The only thing I'll say totally off limits is last year and part of this year. Like you're, I'm not, I am not reading. Okay, fine. Maybe no. Mm, I'm, okay. has, I'm just going to say yes and no. I'll, you can say like a random month and I'll give you a, a, a fine. I don't do it. If you were fine. to judge me, I'm not like very uh, fine. Okay. You know, I was anxious enough today. And you're just adding to my unwanted stress and anxiety. Yeah, so Sistine's been saying she's so tired today, all day, but she's just been thinking so hard today my that's brain making her tired. It feels like there's steam coming out of it. Like uh, it's on overdrive. One one thing that was a surprise to wake up to this morning was season two of the Family Stallone trailer came out. <gasps> yeah. And there I am blindfolded in the trailer with a boy kissing me on the face. She did some other things with this on the stage. You're, You're check acting it out. like, what did I do on you the stage? You kissed him on stage. You kissed him on stage. Do you want me to ruin it for people? Correction. He kissed me. Okay. So she was on stage. I actually forced her to do this. This is such a good idea. But, but watching this, this trailer back and already seeing the responses from people, again, I look boy crazy. The producers took my love life and they said... Let's just stop. steroid this process and make it look absolutely 10 times more than Wait, it is. Wait, stop saying you, quote, look boy crazy. 
Last episode, you were saying, I have so many dates this week with so many men. You are boy crazy. In your era, 2024, I encourage it. You know what's funny? <laughs> but Because you're just as single as me right now. And I'm, you complain just as much as I do about it. I just don't put in the effort. Scarlett and her boyfriend, I was on the phone with them the other day. And they said, what's going on with Sophia? Why doesn't she have anyone? She's not going on any dates. She's not even trying. Is this a concern in a family? Absolutely, it's a concern. Why? Why haven't you been putting yourself out there? It's just one month. I kissed someone on New Year's. It's been 30 days. (laughs) No, I'm just saying, even before him, there wasn't really much movement happening. No, since like October. Are you good? (laughs) Don't cry. (laughs) No, I'm like sobbing here. No, I'm fine. I just, there's just, I think I just am in a different mindset. You know what, truly? I don't know. When it rains, it pours. Some some months I'm doing great. Some months I have absolutely zero. And I feel like that happens. Question. Does it make you feel worse about your love life because you're going on a bachelorette trip this weekend? No, because I feel like bachelorette trip single is pretty fun. In Utah? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. Meet a nice Mormon boy. Okay. Yep. I mean, my best friend lives there. So I okay. she can introduce me. You're going to have to give up some coffee. <laughs> I'm excited. Well, okay. I feel like bachelorette trips can go one or two ways. I feel like it depends on the... I've been to a three total. Damn. Wait. And <laughs> what? This is, You're like the only single one left in your whole friend group. That's... No. My friend Kaylee's single. Shout out Kaylee. Damn. <laughs> She's gonna love that. No, so we're going to Utah this weekend, um, which I I love. I went there last year, loved the skiing, but I just haven't. I don't know what you Wait, do. For, why were you there last year? Or no, maybe not. Yeah, it was last year. It was last year. What fe- were you last doing February. In, what were you doing in Utah? I was at, when I was with my last boyfriend, we did so, a couples trip. So I'm going back single. I was there, not single, and now I'm going back single. Now I'm excited, <laughs> but you know what it is? I I'm getting really anxious before I leave. I'm really like I do. Does anyone get travel anxiety? Like I, yes. I can travel, but I get anxious before I hit. You know, like there's so many outfits. I need to pack all my toiletries. Well, that's what's We're so living funny in a house about with, like, a bachelorette girls. trip. It's every single day. There's a theme. Yeah. Yeah. See, what are your themes? You have oh yeah. So the mob first. Wife? So the, I actually think these themes are pretty funny. So the first one's kind of like Salt Lake City housewives. Love like that. so you know like Bravo. You wear the big fur coats and like the fun big eyeglasses with when you are in snow whatever at night and then the next one is snow princess that one was tricky and let me explain why because i know you guys all care about this we can't wear white right and i feel like snow princess but even is on pretty... a bachelorette trip is that a rule oh yeah you can't wear white at all at anything seems kind of selfish you need to go to more weddings i'm 25 who's getting married that's like my age it's gonna come give it give it a year I would Suddenly hope by it then. Suddenly, flooded in. I would hope by then I'd have a plus one with me. <sighs> I know my girlfriend and I got separate rooms for the wedding, and we decided to conjoin rooms because we we were banking last year. We go, oh yeah, we'll find someone for the wedding. Now she's my date. Oh, I know, that's but we fine. every night's a different theme. We're going out. I'm excited. Um, I've been well. Actually, I'm excited because I've been doing sober January. So. <gasps> Kicking it Finally. off. Kicking it off back to drinking Thank in February God. with the bachelorette trip. So. Finally, because I'm carrying these drunk stories on my back. For I know. This well, podcast. I'm going to carry a story when I come back here. Thank God. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Pull your weight. Oh, 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 oh. Because I just read this that we have written down. You guys, 
I just want to reiterate something. Manifestations are real and people you bring up in the past randomly will somehow be a part of your life. This is not the same thing. No, it is. This is not. It is. Okay. And I'm going to explain this to you right now. I just, I would say that on Sunday was probably the best day of my entire life. Of my entire life. That's true, actually. And it's not even a big claim. It is the claim. Because let me just start out by first, Sistine and I found found our dream apartment and we got confirmed that it is our apartment. Yay. He chose us. Yes, he chose us. Two, while we were eating dinner, we were kind of annoyed because we like to watch reality shows. And we were like, what are we going to watch? This is like our problem of the night. Like, which one have we not binged? Yeah, we finished all of them. (laughs) We actually finished every reality show. Yeah. Which is probably more of a concern that we should. No, no, no. I like to call it research. Research. We're on a reality show. I guess. It's just for research. It's just research. We turn on the TV. Love Island All-Stars. Love Island All-Stars. Just out. So then I was like, wow, could it get any better? We're walking back. Let me cut to a couple months ago. Before he was famous, I don't have celebrity crushes. I have, I have, I'm like, oh yeah, this athlete's kind of cute or this actor's kind of cute, but I'm, I'm not the person that watches thirst traps over and over. Like, Sissy will send me some of Roman Reign or like, you've <laughs> talked about this a hundred times in the podcast, I'm not outing you. And I just have, I was never that girl. <laughs> I like thought Justin Bieber was cute, but I just didn't have like a hundred no. posters on my wall. We, no. neither one of us did. No. I was just scrolling TikTok. As a millennial does. Of course. And I come across this video Mm. of this guy. I had a physical reaction. Like my stomach flip-flopped and I was like, I'm in love. (laughs) This this guy, I'm not exaggerating when I say it. You mentioned this actor's name probably three times a day for the last two months. But no, even before that. A lot. At least once a day now. It's, it's been once. It was it was once a week. It was more internal obsession, and now it's like a little bit more outward. But right. I just thought he was so handsome. Like wow! And so Scarlett's sending me all these videos. You're sending me these videos. His name is Callum Turner. You guys have probably heard of him now because he's dating Dua Lipa. He's also in a bunch of shows that just came out. But yeah. at the time that I saw him, he what? None of these have come out. And no- can I just stop you right there? What? Every single time. You like get fixated on something. You say I was the first to I discover was, it. No, you I, said you were the first to discover that Callum Turner was hot. Every time there's a new song, you're like, look at this new song I found. I found it before anyone Sistine? else did. Sistine? Like you did Sistine? though. We were on Sophia with an F's podcast, and I said Callum Turner. She had no idea who he was. I guarantee she. She knows. also didn't know anyone that I was saying. Yeah, you, yeah because we didn't ta- know who she yeah, was. Yeah, because you're talking about WWE stars. Of course, she wouldn't know who WWE is. It's a big franchise. It's a big franchise, but not not usually for our for our age range. Fine. So, demographic, whatever. So, I'm not saying I was the first to discover him, but it was before the hype around him came. Okay, okay. So, cut to the best day ever Sunday. This man lives in London. 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 We're walking a block away from our apartment, right? Sistine turns over and looks at me and goes, that's Colm Turner. She thought I was full of shit. And I go, don't play. You're lying. And she goes, no, no, no. It's him. Because that's something I would lie about. I cross the street, turn around, lo and behold, is my celebrity crush. On our street. On our street. What are the odds that on our street, a guy that I've brought up and discovered, the only celebrity crush I've ever had in my life, was on our block. Yeah. You made a circle at three times. I made a circle. I, 
I he was waiting to dig inside. I like kind of touched him with my elbow a little bit. You're just so crazy. So you were trying to do like a meet cute. No, and no, 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 no. I didn't want him to him. notice me. I just wanted to see if I could like how close I can get. Are you okay? He's not famous enough where he's like Justin Bieber has like hundred bodyguards. Like he had. Just that is crazy. What are the odds he's on our show? Come on. By the way, better looking in person. He is. This is where don't meet your idols. Isn't in meet your idol, madam. He's Fair not my enough. idol. He's just my crush. But it was the best day of my life. Backtracking. Anyway. So what? we are really – do you want to – I want to intro it. Oh, my God. You're being <laughs> such a pain in the ass today. <laughs> Sophia hates me, you guys. But we decided to do another round of listener questions. You guys really responded well to our love advice ones. So this one's kind of a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. We asked, what do you guys want to know? We're here to give some answers. Again, by no means – do we have any expertise in any of these fields? Um, I beg to differ. I actually think these questions were way more in tandem to what we go through in our daily lives than usual. I think the love stuff, I was a little right. bit compl- – there was a little bit – I guess I'm just nervous to um, say something that some old man on TikTok is going to stitch and then completely roast me because I've been getting that. Yeah, yeah I've been, been getting, getting that. that a lot. So take it with a grain of salt. Doesn't have to apply to everyone. Yeah. Also, I loved the reactions from last episode. They uh, people were saying that last episode's, um, you know, advice that we were giving, just based off like advice about guys and responding, and even my skin journey, was really positive. So Yay. I, re- I love, I read your guys's DMs, not the creepy guys, but the the girls, the girls. I listen to. This. We okay. love you. So we'll start with the first one, and I can read it, and then we'll just see who wants yeah. to answer it. How to get through a friendship breakup that didn't have closure. Mm. I think for me personally, that's a tough one because people can compare, you know, breaking up with a boyfriend or girlfriend as equivalent or even harder than, you know, a friendship. I would argue it's harder. Yeah. And, you know, for me personally, because I've had a friendship breakup before and you kind of just have to take it as it's meant to be sometimes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in life, you know, things will happen between the two of you, maybe you know, you'll outgrow each other or maybe you've been with each other too long that you need space. And I know it's really tough, but you kind of have to see it as what I've said before, which is people come into your lives Mm -hmm. at certain points and people leave when needed. And I had a situation, I think, uh, with my friend, not I think, I know. I had a situation a couple years ago with my friend um, from high school. I don't want to say her name, but I think you can kind of remember we had a huge fight in high school. She was my closest friend ever, like ever. My sister, morning, noon, night, she was a part of my family. We had one major fight. And when I tell you we had that fight and didn't talk to each other for probably three and a half years. Yeah. That was horrible for me. Like I was so devastated. I thought about her probably every single day, wondering what she was up to. And I never thought we could come back around again. Mm -hmm. But because I gave, you know, us the patience to grow and her to grow we ended up coming back together and having a conversation and now I still consider her one of my closest friends yeah dealing with a friendship is kind of tricky unless you have one of those dialogues that is so open and honest Mm -hmm. where if your friend made a mistake you could just easily FaceTime her and say what the hell are you doing or why would you do that if you don't have that relationship which is pretty hard to come across I would agree that time does heal all Mm -hmm. wounds. And if it's meant to be that you guys come back together and hopefully you have one of those friendships where space is good. And then Mm -hmm. when you come back together, it's almost like no time has passed. Yeah. So unfortunately, unless you want to be the bigger person and really try to give it one last 
chance and salvage it, go for it. But if not, gosh, there's nothing you can do. I would yeah. recommend, because I also recently went through a friend breakup, reaching out to as many new girlfriends as possible and do it shamelessly. And one's going to stick and it's going to be so much fun. Mm -hmm. You're going to be so happy. And it's almost like that void is going to be filled. Yeah. Like you'll feel satisfied and you're getting exactly what you want out of a companion. But I can pretty much guarantee that there will be some sort of reunion. Hopefully. At one we hope for point. That. Yeah. Okay. The last several first dates I've been on have been horrible. How do I bounce back from it? I can relate. I would say do not feel discouraged because so often I'm coming home from these dates and I'm calling my mom and I'm complaining, why is it so hard? Is it me? I feel like I can't find any good guys anymore. It's so important to not feel discouraged, but I also think giving yourself a little bit of a break from dating, if it continues to happen, it can be so draining mm -hmm. and so exhausting. And if it's not good for your mental health overall, just sort of like take a few, just take two weeks yeah. for yourself. I was going to say the exact same thing. I, I get, look, I'm in the same boat right now. I mean, this is seen just made a comment about why I haven't been on so many dates. And, you know, I do believe though, you have to kiss a few frogs to find your prince. Mm -hmm. I know that sounds cheesy, but as Sistine said, Taking a step back and reevaluating is always the best thing because I feel like if you're forcing something and it doesn't end up yeah. good, you're going to feel even worse about it. Go off your instinct. When you get back in and you dip your toe into the dating pond, trust your gut because you can usually weed out the good ones from the bad ones if you're really listening to your intuition rather than yeah. your desperation. I hate taking accountability for things that aren't working out in my life, but this is something that you maybe need to ask yourself. Why is it that I'm going on so many bad dates? And I ask myself that. And I've realized that it's I'm choosing quantity over quality. I'm going out with guys. I'm saying yes to guys, even though they already possess certain traits that I wouldn't want in a partner. Mm -hmm. So maybe be more specific, be more picky, write down a list of your absolute yeses and nos that you need. And if they don't have that, then don't say yes just because. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I wrote for my nose list. Um, the next one is best hinge prompts to use. Okay. Should I read mine? Sure. I was actually talking about this with my guy friend the other day. And he went through my hinge and he said he hated all of my prompts. Really? Because <laughs> he said that you're making it difficult for men to be able to respond to any of them. Oh. So I said, okay. That's funny because I wrote that down as like the thing that you need to use for a hinge prompt, like my most controversial opinion, because that allows, you know, someone to kind of see your personality and, you know, kickstart the conversation. Okay. This is a really good one and I think people should steal it. So my first one is the question says, the best way to ask me out is by, and I said, a boombox outside my window. I, every single guy says the same thing. What song am I playing? Or they'll recommend a song or they'll send me a Spotify link or send me the address. I'm outside your window. Can't you hear me? Like it literally is the best one that they respond to. Okay. The next one I said, how to pronounce my name. See, you can't really use this one because I just said like the chapel. Yeah. Basic. Right. Okay. Ooh, this next one's a little spicy. This is a new one I just added. Oh, I don't mm. know about it. Mm. My last one was very wholesome. It was about playing chess. This one I don't know. I thought I, I thought it was one I created for you. What'd you what'd you create? Um I can't sell 
smell. I can't stand the smell of eggs. Yeah, that's really hot, Sophia. I can't stand the smell of eggs on a dating profile. Some people can't. See, I wrote, I wrote, oh, God. Actually, this one is getting a lot of responses, too, but you'll see why. The question is, dating me is like, and I said, getting complimentary dessert. Oh, my God. Ah! Ew. I know. Uh, honestly, so ew. 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 So ew. 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 You press cover in his face. Ew. 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 I do get some rogue answers and responses to that one. Mm. Wait, are you on are you on Hinge? Yeah. What? Oh! Wait, so what what Kyle questions Kyle. are the easiest ones to answer? Like which prompts are pretty much the ones that are like, okay, go to. Any sort of specific interest. Okay. Oh, oh, interest. So interest. you would would you say not like would you rather questions? You would just go for the more like something that you can, you know, I prefer something that's like a little bit more of a serious interest because you can like really kind of play off of that. But oh. the would you rather is right. I see a lot okay. of guys like okay. putting their favorite author or like hmm. or they'll put like three bands or whatever. They, oh, something where if a girl sees and she goes, oh, I really like that too. And then that in, instantly starts the conversation. I think that's what makes Hinge easy because you don't really start at the, hey, how are yeah. you? Good. You can just sort of jump halfway into the conversation that's yeah. a good idea don't listen to mine don't, <laughs> literally was, wait, the first you, one was good the you, rest sucks can you delete that last one it's so ick we can figure this out later all right yeah it's tough let's we'll just say that last prompt was but the first one is good use that one the, no, the best way to ask great. me out is by boombox outside my window or some girls just say by asking me out that's boring yeah it's cliche Do the okay boombox. the next one beauty tips i have Three. Ooh. I'm ready to go. So I, I, when I saw this question, I really wanted to provide with things that I actually do use on a day-to-day basis or just a part of my routine. And I feel like, so I'm going to say glow up beauty tips. Okay. I'm not going to do like wholesome beauty tips. Okay. One thing I always do when I'm doing my makeup is I put highlighter in the corner of my eyes and that makes your eyes pop. Yes. Okay. Even using yes. white eyeliner. And I know Alex Earl made that whole thing, but white eyeliner on the inside of your eye and highlighter on the corners. If you want a perfume to last long, I'm a big perfume girl, find a fragrance and a um, what's it called? Lotion with the same fragrance base. Like a I've vanilla. Seen, I've seen people use aquaphor. That is a that's not like a what's what's the word? That's a Petroleum uh, jelly? Yeah, no, it's not. It doesn't work. People say oh. it works. I've tried it before, but it's it just doesn't set on the skin correctly. It's all about layering. It's what you use in the shower, the oils, the lotions, and then layering on top. But everything has to dry down before you apply. Okay. And then three, Sistine does this too. Dermaplaning is life-changing when you can do it right before your skincare. It's so satisfying. It's so satisfying. It removes all the dead skin all of the little hair, and it makes your makeup look so much better. But you have to use a clean one, and you need to just be very, very sensitive to the skin. The amount of times I wish I could just tie a man down and, like, let me dermaplane his whole face and fix his eyebrows is probably once a day. (sighs) Like, you can't tell me it's the most satisfying thing. Oh, my God. I did it the other day, and the amount of shedding. Just like pores I, it was like hair. I was a chameleon, like peeling. I was a butterfly. Yeah, you like were a, a snake. In a, yeah, I was in a cocoon and I just like shaved off my whole face. I yeah. felt like a new human yeah. being. It burns after when you put on some <laughs> No, light. it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, but you got you to do it. And then last but not least, three things. 
go to bed early, scrape your damn tongue. That's a non-negotiable for me. And gouache on the AM to de-puff that face. I was thinking this is all makeup based, but you gave like life hacks. I gave up. I gave glow up tips. Oh, but okay. you can give your tips. Beauty tips. Hmm. 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 You didn't write any. Oh no! I was just going off the top of my head. Let's see. I wear a lot of makeup, so I guess this is for people that like to wear a lot of makeup. Um, Alexis Oakley, who's a professional makeup artist, you've seen her on TikTok. She does everyone and anyone under the sun. She's amazing. She uh, has this trick, and I said, I don't know how I can make my makeup last all night. Like I will go out, go to dinner. When I come home, I literally look like someone already took a washcloth to my face, and I'm like, where did yeah, it all Cecilia go? Yeah, I actually always come home from nights out, and we are horrified. Horrified. We're like, oh, hold image. on, I yeah. thought I put so much shit on, and it all disappeared. Yeah. She told me that the trick is for every single step that you do, whether it's a liquid blush, and then you have to do powder blush, she goes, you have to do layers, tons of layers yeah, of every step, in small amounts, but it's constant reapply reapply not all night just in the beginning Mm -hmm. um so that's one constant reapply but it's really tricky to not make it look cakey okay another one i'm really into the fake freckles right now even though i'm not good at them and they do look very fake in person it does make your makeup look more natural a third one i would say mm, mm, mm. my favorite skin tint right now the ysl barely there skin tint is in incredible every single foundation breaks me out and it looks cakey and it starts to crack this looks like skin i'm obsessed it comes in like a paint tube packaging is not great not great but i'm obsessed with it let's see what's another beauty tip i have that's good don't touch your eyebrows i don't that's not true i I don't touch them them. you said that i don't like them i don't like them 90s don't do it do it also favorite tip ever if you just want to elevate your makeup just a little bit and you're like, oh, I wish like my eyes like popped a little more. I wish my wing was a little bit farther out. I want to look more snatched and lifted. Take a false eyelash, cut it in half, put them just on the ends of your eyes. And I'm telling you, it just ties everything together. Hmm, we gave a we gave a whole. <laughs> well, here we are, the <laughs> natural blushaw girly. And like, let me show you how to put on a strip lash. I love it. All right. So how to feel less awkward initiating small relationship moves. So she also gave an example, which I loved this example. She said, taking pictures together. I have a very specific experience that I can share. I love that she included taking pics together because I'm one of those girls, even if I'm just sort of in the talking phases with a guy, I just want documentation evidence of everything. Like, I want to be able to have these photos where I can be like, oh, my God, like, look at the two of us. We're so cute together. But I get it. It's weird because you're not just going to pull out your phone and say, let's take a photo together. And he's like, why? I know exactly how to do it. I recently got a really shitty digital camera from Etsy. And there's something about using a film camera or a digital camera that everyone wants to be in the photo. Like, it doesn't even matter if this is your first date. Like, and not only that, it just gets passed around the room. So then you get 100 photos. So I say, use a film or digital because everyone wants that photo later. Mm-hmm. So this is if you're bringing it to a party. Yeah. Right. Like, if you're bringing it, because you wouldn't bring your digital camera to a first date or like a third date or whatever. 
I mean, I would. Oh, God. But this is, I have a tip for if you don't have a digital camera, because I actually do agree with that. Um, it's so much more fun to take it when, you know, someone has one camera and you can just be like, smile, let's do it. So there was a very, I will never forget this experience. So this is my last boyfriend. I was visiting him in New York and I will never forget the first photo we took because I was so nervous. I will never forget it. We're walking around West Village. At the time, I didn't know that. And it was February. It's pretty cold, but everything looked really pretty. And we were all bundled up. And I just remember thinking it would be really fun to take a photo in this area. Mm. So I saw up ahead a couple, like a girl and a guy. And I thought to myself, all I need to do is just say a comment about the surroundings. So I was like, it's so pretty here. We walk past the people. I'm like, hey, do you mind taking a photo of us? Okay. Gave her my phone and we took a photo. If you just not make it a big deal, yeah. that's what it is. For me, in my head, I was freaking out. My heart, I wanted it so bad. So, of course, my yeah. head and my heart, we worked together here and we discovered that just, you know, doing it in public, having someone else take the photo of you, just kind of making it a casual pass by You thing. know what I've done one time? Mm. <laughs> I'm so crazy. I'm so crazy. But I feel like we all secretly want these little, you know, little tokens after a date or something. Mm -hmm. I one time purposely researched the nearest photo booth, right? And I was like, let's go get a drink after and go to this bar, knowing that there's a photo booth in the basement, right? So I was like, oh my God, a photo booth here? Let's get in it. And then you have a roll of four really cute photos together. Never called them back, but like a great memory. See, that is a cute one. That's cute. That's cute. That's cute. Well, that would be way easier if there was photo booths everywhere. I would love that. I would start with just one of those grocery store film cameras. Easy. 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 Okay. Next question. How to stay disciplined on a fitness journey? I am currently on a fitness journey, I'd say. Are you disciplined? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd say so. I mean, we got to work on snacking a little bit. I said I was going to stop mindless snacking. I haven't stopped mindless snacking. No. But I think that it's so important to have a goal in mind to stay disciplined. And you need to also feel like there's an area where you don't feel so restricted because like the 80-20 rule, because I feel like when you're telling yourself you can't do something and you have to do something, mm. it's reverse psychology. You end up wanting it more and then you get a taste and then you lean into it. For me personally right now, I'm not saying I'm doing it, but in my head, a dream of mine would be to run the New York City Marathon. I know that sounds crazy, but I think it would be really cool to complete that. And so right now in my head, I'm saying, I'm training for that. I'm not. I'm running like two miles a day, but I'm tr I'm getting really consistent with it. And it's been way more fun to be involved in my fitness journey, mm -hmm. knowing that there's like an end goal to work yeah. towards, if that makes sense. So I feel like that's how I you was going to say the same thing. I think just mindlessly working out kind of just feels mundane and yeah. you're not that motivated to do it. I would say, OK, summer's coming up. I want to be in a crop top and I want to feel good when I put a crop top on. So I'm like, okay, I have three months to be consistent. And it really just depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. I used to have a very toxic view of like how to work out and like what I should look like to the point where like Alexis ran in like 2016 was my screensaver as a reminder of what I should look like. Now looking back, I'm like, that is incredibly unrealistic mm -hmm. and just torture. Yeah. I mean, I, that's the thing is I used to think like that too, where I was like, I know I have to go on a trip and I need to look good, yeah. but I've realized for myself, one, 
I really don't do well with that stuff. Like mm-hmm. I can't have that as my goal, like feeling good in my clothing, mm-hmm. to be honest. For me personally, it has to be almost a fitness goal to yeah. hit a fitness ending. Like it has to be something involving fitness. Like, oh, I really want to maybe you have a park near your neighborhood that's like 10 miles away. Like I really want to be able to run from like my house to my park or something that involves your body physically being mm-hmm. active. Like maybe not like if you because if you say a bikini, you get self-conscious thinking about yourself in the bikini and you start to look at your body more as how it'll look in a bikini rather than like strength and fitness and healthy 100%. mind. You know what I'm saying? It's the mindset you go into and the goal you make has to be as healthy as that decision. I agree. You know? And I also think ways just to keep working out interesting and fun is constantly change up the routine, do something different, even if it's going for a walk that's working out, but listen to a podcast, watch a YouTube video. Like, so it's always fresh and new and it doesn't feel like a chore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 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 this next question is loaded. I wrote a really good one. All right. Okay. Best piece of advice in your twenties. Okay. I want to write, I wrote this down because that was a pretty hard one to kind of gather. I feel like it's such a loaded question, but this is just coming from someone that's currently in her 20s and like hitting the endish of late her 20s. 20s. Late 20s. Mid 20s. Late 20s. <laughs> okay. Don't try to pretend you know everything. Allow yourself to learn from others. Listen to your gut rather than the group. I always used to think that I had to listen to everybody else and also watch everybody else, seeing how great they were doing. And that made me feel so discouraged that I thought I was not doing well. And it made my 20s even more tough to go through because you're comparing yourself to everybody. I was so set in thinking that I knew exactly who I was and I knew exactly where I was going. That mindset wore me out because when things didn't go according to plan, um, defeat and heartbreak and low self-esteem settled. And we are supposed to, we physically grow in life. Therefore, our minds do too. It changes, adapt and learn to figure out what's needed for true happiness. Thank you. And that is a, (laughs) that is a, that was very well said. Thanks. Um, my, my advice for your twenties, um, it's okay to not have it all figured out. Yeah, exactly. Because if you want something enough, it'll always work its way out. Exactly. Honestly, we're saying the same thing, just different ways. It's just, you know, I think I, there were so many things I wish I did in my twenties earlier on in terms of. I can even get vulnerable about like relationships. There were, I was so set in thinking like, I know how this is going to turn out. I know where I'm going to be. I know what I need to do. I know. And honestly, I know nothing. You know, nothing, Sophia Stallone. And I feel like every single year, I'm a completely different version of myself from last year. And it's getting better because I'm understanding who I am as I go. And I think that that's what you need to kind of give yourself a break and try to listen and learn from people yourself and, you know, healthy people. Also, don't compare. Stop comparing. I feel like it's so easy to look at someone else's life and think, oh, my God, look how perfect it is. It's all fake. Can we also be real? 20s suck. I'm starting to change my mindset about that because I will be so upset if I'm 45 with two screaming babies and a husband that won't talk to me. And I'm looking back and like, why didn't I enjoy my 20s more? Yeah. Look at my life now. That life sounds really miserable. I just you said, myself. You're, you said you were 40 I'm with already two on screaming divorce children. number two. It's a mess. So, yes. She's a chain smoker. <laughs> a chain smoker in private. I have to. <laughs> so just enjoy. And it's okay to not. Yeah have it all figured out and make mistakes and and date and mess up and yeah get messy don't get messy all right um developing and maintaining self-confidence 
God, does anyone really have 100% self-confidence? No, no, but there are ways to kind of trick yourself. I've been working on this in therapy. <laughs> it's my personality now. Um, and one trick that my therapist gave me was she wanted me to write on post-its, like just things that normally when I would look in the mirror, I would say negatively about myself mm -hmm. and just put them on the mirror. So the first thing in the morning, it could even be like, you're so smart. You're a good friend. Like you that. don't have a big forehead. Like it could be, <laughs> it could be anything. And so when you, every time you look in the mirror, every time you walk into the bathroom, it's just a really positive affirmation. I yeah. think always having little reminders that, um, you know, life is too short to feel like very discouraged and angry about low self-esteem. hundred percent. Fake it till you make it. Fake, and then eventually gonna you're going to believe it. Guys, walk into the room with your shoulders back. Surround yourself with people that only tell you good things about yourself. 100%. That only want to encourage you. Also, this is the best piece of advice. This you and I can both unanimously agree on. What is it? Nothing makes you feel more hot ben? than self-tanning. Actually, it was really funny. This girl sent the video. If I was a therapist and my client said she was really sad, I would say to her, have you ever considered self-tanning? Fake, fake, fake tanning? 100%. I'm telling you right now, that shit makes me go from zero to hero. I look hot. I put on my I'm face before I got yeah, here. See, yeah, see, there's a reason why I look like Casper and she's looking like- But don't look at my hands. Agreed, God. Don't look, don't at, look at my hands. hands. Don't look at her hands. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Um, things to talk about on dates so the conversation doesn't end. Oh man, I really got to go into my satchel of rogue date questions. Let's see. This one men seem to like. I've, I've used this one a couple times. I they always know. seem yeah. to like it. I think, do you have like specific a ones? Specific oh, question. Okay. I don't have specific, but I kind of have an, a, a thing I do. Okay. I'd like to hear that after. Okay. It sounds kind of corny saying it out loud, but I always ask, and this is when you really are struggling to find conversation. If you could have any career, any job in the world, you know, pay doesn't matter and you'd be really good at it, what would you do? Because then that way it kind of sparks more of like a creativity side of them or something that's really that they're interested in besides working at like a finance firm. And then you can kind of just ask a billion questions about that. And there's always a tie. There's always a story. There's always a reason for why they want to pursue yeah. that career. Like, 100%. for example, I always say my dream career would be to do horror movie prosthetics and do like really gory, gross makeup. And then they're going to say why. And then we'll get into a whole conversation about why I like scary movies. Perfect. Okay. So the best way I think to continue and keep a good conversation going is to follow RLR. And I always do this. Read, listen, respond. So basically what I'm saying is when you're sitting on a date, focus on the girl in front of you or the guy. Read their body language. Are they someone that's an instant talker? Are they someone that's more quiet? Are they someone that, you know, do they perk up at a certain topic? Do they, you know, when you read their profile, when you looked at their Instagram, like you saw some things that you, you know, that probably have a common interest in or things you can bring up. Mm. So read them, listen, listen to the way they kind of go back and forth. If you're kind of going crazy and they're not really going crazy, it kind of, you know, causes a little bit of a, 
imbalance. You have to kind of listen to the way they respond. Because I sometimes, I'll like study someone and mm-hmm. I'll see, and you do this too. We kind of adapt. I'm not saying you should adapt this person, but I think a really good way when you're on a date is to just kind of match each other's energy levels. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't, no one needs to push too hard or like try too hard or be too cool and be chill, chill. Like just, you know, kind of go off and, you know, then yeah. you respond. Then you ask the right questions, see what things that they're interested in. And I, I, I've been trying to do this now. Whenever the conversation would lull in the past, mm-hmm. I would try to overcompensate by doing all the talking. Exactly. And then by the time dinner's over, you're exhausted and mm-hmm. you feel drained and you're like, oh my God, that was just not enjoyable for me at all. Right. So going off of what you were saying, if he's really not putting in that much effort, match that and maybe take a step back and say, if we're not able to have this natural banter, then maybe we just don't click. Yep. R-L-R. Read, listen, respond. That was like very formal. I didn't even write that down. That, I actually forgot to add that in my notes. So Amazing. Just, okay. How? Oh, this question. Oh, I love it. That was a great question. This question. How to tap into your divine feminine energy and attract more men. Okay. I would say I have this problem. And so does Sistine. Sistine was saying it. We're, My mom just roasted me about this yesterday not, on not, the phone. We're not like girl. We're girly, but we're not, as you can tell, we're a little bit dominating. Listen, I was in a bit of a pickle, we'll say, with Mr. Pickle's an understatement. With Mr. You guys know the story. What do you want from me? Nothing. That guy? He's yeah. back. No. But- yes. No. But I have always had this hard exterior. And if someone pisses me off, I'll write them off really quick. I'll say, screw you. I'm out. But inside, I'm mush. And it kills me. And it makes me really, really sad. And I was talking about it with my mom because an instance just happened with Mr. Pickle. <laughs> I love this name for him. Mr. Pickle. And she was pretty much schooling me saying that I try so hard to be the dominant one in every relationship. And I try so hard to be the man and I initiate every hard conversation and I say my feelings first and I don't ever show a vulnerable, sensitive side because in my brain, I think that means weakness. Mm -hmm. And she was saying that I need to start acting more as the woman in the relationship. And I know that's like we're not saying women are weak or, or meek or quiet or shy or soft-spoken, but more just don't take all of the responsibilities from both sides and mm-hmm. on yourself. She goes, take a step back. Take a, let him kind of shower you with, with these conversations. Yeah. And let him initiate and not feel exactly. so you know, stressed out by trying to play yeah. every role. There's a couple ways you can kind of go about it because I've been learning and actually researching a little bit on how to tap in because I'm the same way. I'm someone that I'm very honest and I'm very vulnerable, mm-hmm. but not vulnerable with guys. <laughs> I'm almost, I, I'm vulnerable to like the, well, the, to the buzzer. The buzzer hits and I'm like, this is how I'm feeling. Um, but ways I think that, you know, these are like small things that I've read about that really probably help you tap into this like a little bit more playful energy is a good way is complimenting others and also taking on compliments. Instead of, you know, when you go out, you giving energy to someone that is a positive affirmation or Mm -hmm. something that's just going to make their day, that energy is going to come back to you. And then two, when someone compliments you, 
take it. Say, Say thank, thank you. you. And believe it because that person isn't just throwing out compliments. People don't need to compliment a compliment. It's not people's nature to always be nice. And if someone's saying that you look beautiful, be like, thank you. Like, yeah. I do look beautiful. That's great. I think another way is to, you know, not be so serious and lean into that playful side. I think everyone has a silly, playful, mm -hmm. light side. And, you know, when it comes to dating and it comes to men, I think that we you know, tend to be very heady about it. And that is what causes us to be a little bit more stern about things. We try to read it. We try to indulge in it. We try to, you know, kind of control it. And I think that when it comes to that, tap into the, you know, carefree, if it works, it works, it doesn't, it doesn't. And that gives you a little bit of mystery and it gives you a bit of, you know, confidence that, you know, you're not depending on this person to be your end all be all, but you're enjoying the company that you're having. But I do understand why women and men too, but we're women, so we're going to speak as women, why they would feel the need to kind of put up a little bit of a guard and, you know, keep a three foot distance and never let anyone too close because everyone, every single person has dealt with some sort of heartbreak, hardship, just, you know, sadness, vulnerability, and it gets thrown back in your face in a relationship before. So a big issue that I've been trying to work through is just because someone made a mistake in a prior relationship of mine. I don't want to carry that onto every single future person I go out with because one, that's not fair to them, but that's also not fair to myself. Mm -hmm. So still me having this wall up and not letting anyone in too close. And then the second they get too close, I sort of push them away. I don't know. It, it's very tough, but it's something you have to constantly remind yourself that not everyone is bad and, and feeling loved and showered isn't also weak. No, it's it's accepting it, like accepting the compliments. That's a part of love. It's yeah. accepting, you know, the attention. That's a part of love. But also in your own way, be confident in your beliefs, be confident in your looks and enjoy the love and life. Oh I don't know if this episode just gave me more anxiety and really made me look inward she, way you're about more. To have, she's going on a really, 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 really fun date tonight. She's going to a basketball a game. Yeah, it is. No. With Mr. Pickle. So, because Mr. Pickle <sighs> listens to this. He might. He doesn't. I can guarantee it. Okay, so that is pretty much all the questions we have. Um, I will bring in the journal next week. I'm so sorry I didn't do it this time. It was probably subconsciously my body is forcing. Sophia, have a great time on your bachelorette trip. Thank you. I'll miss you. Have a great time Nap. on your date tonight. Shut up. It'll be fun. I can't wait to hear about it. All right, we love you guys. We'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye.